Welcome in to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast, Thomas Miller and Caroline Horn <laughs> and Marsh with uh, with you here. This is fun. Caroline and I have known each other for about three years virtually, and now we finally get to meet in person in California. It's great to meet you. Good to see you. And thanks for doing this. And part of what we're going to talk about, her dog, Marsh. Tell us just a quickly about Marsh. Oh, well, I think a lot of you who are part of the um, Subconscious Mind Mastery Facebook group have probably seen me post about him a couple of times, but back in August, he was diagnosed with a brain tumor, and um, we did some treatments on him with an oncologist. He had radiation treatment, and um, as of this week, we did a follow-up uh, MRI, and they, the MRI showed that his tumor had significantly decreased by about 80%, and the doctor said he's it's still in the process of decreasing, the radiation is still kind of working its way. So um, that's the update on Marsh. <laughs> so there's there's a miracle there. And what we're going to be talking about is partially how that was manifested. Because yeah. Caroline told me about this manifesting technique that she ran across not too long ago that I wanted you guys to hear about. So I'm not quite even sure where I heard this technique. I'm sure it was probably a podcast I was listening to, um, but maybe it might have even been on TikTok or Instagram. I'm not quite sure. But the process that they were telling, um, talking about was, you know, if you find that you're having a hard time with your manifestations actually coming to fruition, um, one of the techniques that they recommended is actually manifesting what it is or finding why or how what you're manifesting is going to benefit something or someone other than you. And the first time I utilized this technique, um, I was actually in the process of getting ready to relocate and I was moving into a new apartment and I really wanted um, a different apartment. I wanted one that was facing south so it would get some more sunlight and I would have a better view. Um, and I was, you know, just kind of like, if it's meant to be, it'll be um, letting the universe kind of play itself out well, then I heard this technique of, well, you need to do a meditation or think about and manifest and how it will benefit someone or something else or how it will benefit the collective. So I really thought about, you know, the main reason I wanted this um, south facing apartment with a better view and more sunlight was primarily for the dog. Like I wanted him to be able to have some natural sunlight, especially in the morning that he likes to lay in. So I decided, you know, there was some date in November, maybe it was November 11th or something. I don't remember. Um, but it was supposed to be a, a strong day for manifestation. So I did a meditation and I visualized myself as the dog um, laying in the sun, looking out the view um, and just enjoying that southern sunlight from the apartment, from the patio. And three days later, I got a call from the property manager telling me that a south facing unit became available and asked me if I wanted to move into it. And of course, I said, absolutely, yes. And it delayed my move in date by about 40 days, but, um, you know, much better than having to move twice. So I was just absolutely tickled that I'd been waiting and waiting and waiting. And all I had to do was um, a meditation where I was seeing how my manifestation was benefiting or seeing it through the eyes of somebody else or something else that was benefiting from it. So then Thomas came out here to California and asked me to do the same thing for him. 
Boy, and I'll tell you what, while, actually, while you were doing it, it was being fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about it yet because it's not closed complete like your deal was, mm-hmm. but it's getting closer and closer. And I just want to leave it in that space of allowing it to go ahead and complete itself. What I would also like to hear, though, is how you used that with Marsh because Marsh had a health issue. So uh, seeing how well the manifestation technique worked for gaining the apartment that I was so excitedly hoping for, um, I decided, well, why don't I use this same meditation technique for his health, for his brain tumor? And I've always really tried to have a positive outlook of whatever's meant to be will be. And uh, if he's supposed to be here with me for a long time, he will be. And if it's his time, then it's I just kind of trust the universe and obviously you always hope for the best and just kind of prepare for what else comes your way. But I was like, well, why don't I try this manifestation for his brain tumor? And we've already been doing a lot of other techniques to help with his health, like obviously editing his diet with with more of like a, a cancer friendly diet or anti-cancer diet. Um, been doing acupuncture and I perform Reiki on him a couple times a, a week. And the Reiki is really just kind of sending love to him, to his body, even to the tumor um, and saying thank you for coming and showing me how important every moment is with Marsh and like thanking it for kind of what it's done for our relationship and making me even closer to and more appreciative of my time with my dog. But I thought, well, why don't I utilize this manifestation technique to see the benefits or the improvement on his um, brain tumor? So definitely did some um, meditations where I could visually see the brain tumor shrinking and how it was making him feel stronger, healthier, better, more alive, more alert, more excited. And so doing the manifestation from his perspective of that brain tumor shrinking. So maybe that also was a um, direct correlation to the um, MRI results. I hope it's kind of a combination of everything. I think we're, I think from when the doctor kind of showed me the MRI and how it had shrunk, she somewhat had a bit of a surprised look of how much it had shrunk. So I didn't really get that from her, but like I was telling her about the Reiki and the meditations and the manifestations. And she's like, tell me about this Reiki. Are there magnets involved or something? I'm like, no, no, it's just sending universal divine love to the, to the tumor. And she just kind of looked at me like I was a little cuckoo, but that's okay. <laughs> hey, it's LA. What do you, I mean, you know, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, it's okay here, right? I mean, she asked about it. So clearly she was interested. Yeah. No, that's really cool. That's awesome. Now you've been doing Reiki as part of your practice. Yeah. I mean, I, I work with some clients in the Los Angeles area. Um, I definitely do a lot more for like myself and for my dog. Um, but, um, I've also had some clients that have come through the uh, Fun Astrology podcast website and from our group. So I've been able to do some distance healings um, that way as well. Um, Between the Akashic Records and the Reiki healing, I I would love to do more of it. It's definitely something that gives me purpose for sure. But what's beautiful about Reiki is um, it, it doesn't have to be done on a specific person. Like I can send Reiki out to the world. I can send Reiki out to um, war-torn countries or people who are going through destitute scenarios or um, people who are 
experiencing hard challenges or I can do it for my dog. It's just a really beautiful practice of just, you know, again, sending universal divine energy of love outwards. I'd like to brag on you just a wee little bit here, if you don't mind. We did a, our first reading. I mark time a lot of the times by where I was living. <laughs> At least that narrows it down within a two-year window. Yeah. <laughs> and when you and I first met, I had just relocated to Florida. It was in St. Augustine. And I remember that you specifically mentioned a couple of things that have fulfilled mm. or are in the process of fulfilling. We've gone back in our own mind and revisited those, which we've done a couple of times since. But would you just tell everybody what those things were and what you saw back in 2020? So I will say um, Thomas was probably only my third or fourth Akashic Records reading that I had done that wasn't for myself. So I was pretty nervous. I was pretty green. I was really just reliant on what I was getting. I didn't know how accurate it was going to be, but I just kind of was like, okay, this is what I'm getting. You you let me know um, how this resonates because I, I'm just going to give you what I get. I, I don't really have much. I didn't have much of the uh, confidence because I didn't have a lot of people. Uh, feedback at that point. And so one of the things that he had asked me was about, you know, where am I going? What should I be focusing on career wise with work? And I just kept telling him, you know, keep focusing on the books, just focus on the books. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm doing a lot of books for other people. I'm like, no, no, I just feel like it should be your own books. Like, you, yeah, you can do other people's books. And that could be a nice side thing. But your own books are really going to be what are going to you know, really change things for you and for the planet and for others, like doing books for other people are, that's really nice, but you've collected all of this knowledge over your lifetime. It's time for you to share your knowledge through books. Um, and then the other thing I told him was, um, he was asking about where he should live. He just kind of felt like a nomad and didn't have a, a location, a, a spot to play call home. And he was just kind of floating around the the United States trying to find a home. And I kept telling him, you know, I feel like like the Palm Springs area, Southern California. And he's, he was really, uh, uh, resistant, <laughs> not excited about that idea. He's like, no, I don't do very well in the heat. And I'm just like, well, it's a dry heat. It's not the same as Florida. He's like, I don't know about that. That doesn't sound like where I'm going to be. And I'm just like, okay, well, maybe it's, I'm just giving you what I'm getting. <laughs> And uh, where are we sitting right now? Yeah, Southern California, about, about there, yeah. 30 minutes away from Palm Springs. <laughs> um, she walked it back. She said, Well, maybe, maybe the southwest, you southwest know, southwest corner like, of that the could United be Sedona States. or something. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, I well, that was the second reading we did. Is I, I kept telling he said it again. He's like, You told me the Southwest or Southern California, where are you seeing me now? I'm like, man, I'm still seeing you in the Southwest. Like I kind of tried to broaden it. So it made him feel like there was maybe a area, New Mexico, Arizona. It's like cooler temperatures in the, you know, Sedona, uh, Flagstaff slash Prescott area. I'm like maybe Southwest. And I was like, kind of just like expected, but I still felt I didn't tell him it, that it still felt like Palm Springs, but it was like, oh, I'm just going to expand it from there, but it still feels Southwest to me. Well, if you're getting the hint that another move might be in order, well, you're thinking correctly. You're on the right track. We're not going to tell the whole story. Like I said, let it unfold. Let it let it gel. Let it crystallize. Right now it's morphing. But uh, yeah, looks like it. 
<laughs> told you so. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever say I told you so, right? You did. You absolutely did. You called it. And that's phenomenal. How does that feel? How does that feel to be sitting here looking at the manifestation of something three years ago? Yeah. Uh, I mean, like I said, at that point, I didn't have a lot of, um, I hadn't had a lot of clients, so I hadn't had a lot of feedback and I hadn't had a lot of uh, clients coming back and saying, yes, that was right. Or yes, this happened or, you know, but now three years later, I've either had clients like in the middle of the reading, verify what I was saying or like come back you know, a week or two later and send me an email and saying, hey, you were so right about X, Y, and Z. So this one just took a little bit longer to manifest, but it's still, I mean, every time it happens, I'm just kind of like, there's like this mind blown, but also like, yeah, I knew it would be true. <laughs> <laughs> well, and tell them also the story about yesterday, uh, which was the full moon. We're recording this in 2024, right after a full moon. And Caroline was telling me, kind of the rest of the story of what she did yesterday while things were unfolding in my own life, she was getting a message. Beginning on Sunday, I, so I'm a Leo. We just had a full moon in Leo. Um, You're not just a Leo. Now. No, I've got, <laughs> I've got five planets in Leo and this full moon was sitting right on top of my natal sun in five degrees in Leo. So, um, Normally, when there's a Leo full moon, I've got so much energy. It's so exciting. Well, this one was just a lot different. And as it was kind of coming up on that natal sun and just going to sit right on top of it, I was just having some really intense, like, physical things going on that were just, like, keeping me grounded at home. So I was actually feeling so uncomfortable and unwell, like, on Monday and Tuesday, I ended up staying home. I went out to work on Wednesday for a little bit. I still just didn't feel right. Came back kind of early. Well, the full moon was Thursday. And again, I just had this feeling like I'm just supposed to be here. Like I just need to get in my house, get in my space, get connected. Um, and, and just, I recently moved. So I just kind of felt like it was time to get back into that routine of, you know, doing your full moon um, ceremonies and maybe new moon ceremonies. And I really hadn't, I had done some that were abbreviated. And this one, I just was like, I feel like I'm supposed to just be doing like spending the whole day kind of in my full moon ceremony. And that's what I did. I, you know, woke up in the morning, made myself a tea, took my dog for a walk, and then came back. And just for the rest of the day, I was really committed to just being in this whole Leo full moon ceremony mentality. And I was, you know, um, um, pulling cards and cleaning crystals and getting them ready to go out um, under the full moon. And um, then I got a text message midway through the day from Thomas. And um, he was like, hey, you know, that manifestation meditation that you did to help get you into your place? Well, maybe you can do that for me. So I was like, yeah. And I actually started using my pendulum to say, what am, what do you, what am I supposed to do with this time that I'm having here today? And I was like, do I do a heart opening yoga? And it said, no, or I can't even remember what it said. And I said, do I heart, do a heart opening meditation? And it said, I think it said yes to the yoga, but it said no to the meditation. And I was like, okay, well, do I do a meditation for Thomas to uh, help him with this new venture? And it said, yes, the, the, pendulum said yes. So I was like, all right, well, 
let's get this going. So I turned on my 1111 Hertz frequency music that I like to listen to while I'm doing my meditations. And, you know, my mind was kind of bouncing all over the place a little bit. And then when I finally settled into it, I was just visualizing him and his friend in this new space and like just them having a lovely time together. And and I was probably in it maybe not more than five or 10 minutes. It didn't, maybe it was longer. I don't know. I was just really gone there for a while. But then all of a sudden I, my phone rang and I got a work call and it kind of jumped me out of it. I'm like, well, that was uh, an, a disturbing way to be bounced out of meditation. Usually I'll put my phone on like a silent, but so I popped out of it and I was like, okay, taking my work phone call. And I just sent him a text saying, I just did that meditation for you. Or no, I didn't send you a text. You sent me a text pretty much almost immediately after I got off the phone that said, Hey, we got it. And, uh, so I was like, Oh my gosh, I literally just finished that meditation for you. It it happened right as she was doing it. And it happened right on that full moon. Yeah. Amazing. Just amazing. So if you're looking to do some manifestations, look at it from the benefit of somebody else, how it's going to benefit somebody else, how it's going to benefit the collective. Even if you're trying to manifest the lottery, how are you going to use that money to benefit somebody else or benefit the collective? You know, I love that pass through idea. I absolutely love it. So thank you for sharing it. Thank you for bringing it into our space. I think it's just beautiful and just passing it on. You heard it. You shared it. Wow. A lot of people are going to benefit from this. I hope so. I I can't wait to hear some stories where somebody does it and it kind of they share it on like Facebook group of how it came to fruition or how quickly it worked for them. That would be great. I'd love to hear some stories. Exactly, Wouldn't it though? All right. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being such a wonderful blessing in my own life. And you know how we close these podcasts. Love you. (laughs) Enjoy the journey, of course. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.